welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. Uh, here we are uh, heading toward uh, April 15th, tax day. <laughs> oh, joy. Uh, yeah, this will, this will be airing on the uh, uh, 11th of Tuesday, 11th of April, and I hope everybody's getting ready. And uh, uh, remember, you can file an extension, no problem. So that's, uh, that's always a good thing. You're in a, a different backdrop today, though, right? Um, having a little bit of fun up in the mountains of Colorado. Yeah, so we've uh, moved our um, uh, temporary studio, uh, which <laughs> obviously you can see a little bit is uh, the lighting is a little bit difficult because uh, I don't have my regular uh, place. But Linda and I are up in Snowmass, Colorado, mm -hmm. uh, and it's one of the more premier ski resorts actually in the world. I mean, it's just magnificent. Um, and so it's part of there our... There is nothing quite like Colorado skiing. No. You know? Um, and we have, uh, for us, we, we're really blessed because um, because of being local in Denver, we ski at Copper Mountain primarily mm -hmm. uh, because it's only an hour and a half to drive it back and forth. Right. Um, and then uh, we go up, Linda and I can go up during the week and it's very inexpensive to get a little one-bedroom condo right on the slope by the ski lift. Nice. Uh, so we can stay a day or two, and it's very inexpensive. Um, so that's where we, we, we do. And then um, Snowmass uh, has been our favorite. When I was a child, uh, my dad, uh, we, we lived in Illinois. My dad was a surgeon. And uh, my brother and I, uh, the three of us, would drive from Illinois to mm -hmm. Colorado. Uh, there was no uh, tunnel uh to go through uh the mountain so you had to go around it oh wow so uh, it took us six to seven hours from denver mm -hmm. uh and of course we're driving anyway uh to get there uh and there'd be snowstorms and all kinds of interesting stuff uh but so i um skied in aspen colorado as a kid um mm -hmm. every every year we'd go because uh, my dad loved aspen and so in 1967, uh, I'm a high school senior, and um, he, uh, he says, hey, I want to show you something. And he drives us over to Snowmass. Mm -hmm. And he says, uh, they're building this new resort. Uh, next year will be the opening year. Um, oh, wow. and, and we'll ski that, you know. Um, and it was at the time, it was basically uh, just the lifts were already had been built mm -hmm. uh, and, the, and the ski uh, runs cut, but they were building condos and, and stuff, you know, uh, in a village there. So, uh, and my dad, you know, this is where uh, <laughs> hindsight is better, is that he could have bought um, a acre on the slope. <laughs> For ten thousand dollars. Oh my goodness! You know, and, oh. uh, an acre today with a house would be, oh you know, would be. Would, they're selling for seven, eight million dollars. You know, so 
I wish, uh, hey, I wish you would have bought that. Hindsight. <laughs> but anyway, so we, we've, um, uh, we love Snowmass. And when our kids were little, uh, and we, I had now moved to Colorado uh, for um, uh, our place of, of, of occupation and just living here, um, we brought them to Snowmass. And, my, and my, my dad was living, and he taught my, mm -hmm. my little kids how to ski. Um, oh, how at, sweet. At, That's so special. At, at Snowmass. And so we, every year, ever since, we've always come to Snowmass uh, a couple times a year because it's such a great memory and it's just a magnificent mountain. So Linda and I are here. Uh, and, and by the way, and, and the cool thing about what, what happened to us is that there's a particular ski pass and it's applicable to copper and Snowmass at the same time. Oh, that's great. So that's uh, great. We, you buy a pass and it turns and out you get both all year. You know, <laughs> uh, they charge out of towners two hundred two $250 a day. Uh, wow. We, we buy a whole pass for the whole year for 900 bucks. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. So it turns out to be way cheaper. So anyway, we're, we're here enjoying snow mass and, uh, spending a lot of time in the word is kind of funny, you know, uh, abiding and, uh, enjoying what God's saying and praying uh, our great. our our uh, God's will list, you know. So it's kind of fun to mm -hmm. enjoy it. One thing we do, uh, we we've learned this and we do it quite differently than most people. When we when we take a break and go visit someplace uh, like a vacation or or a time together, we actually go deeper. Uh, right. into the word and we go deeper into our communication it's not our... taking a vacation or a break from god no, it's actually a time no. to lean in and refresh and refuel more refresh more dialogue and, more with and, proce and process more and so uh we do that um and i and the topic we've had you know in the last couple of days which was uh, last week uh starting uh on wednesday the 5th and then uh yesterday the 10th uh is this nashville tragedy um, mm -hmm. it's still in the news, by the way, uh, as we're here taping it, um, uh, they're having memorial services and there's actually, you know, protest, um, interesting enough, uh, which is a clever, I think a clever thing of the enemy is that, um, there, to me, there should be a, just an overwhelming outpouring of grieving for the victims and the families. Mm -hmm. Um, right regardless of who caused it, uh, it's just the, the grief of the loss, you know, and it's, it's, right. that's, that's a big thing we have to process. But, uh, because of, of the person that done it, did it and the identity of that person in terms of a group, uh, transgenderism, uh, they've gone the opposite direction. Um, and they're mm -hmm. trying to protest Christianity and saying right. Christianity is the reason that this person, you know, was angry. And, Right. Uh, there's a lot of politicizing going on. Very politicizing. Period. So it's an interesting thing that keeps going on and on and on. Uh, for Christians, at the moment, the biggest question, mm -hmm. uh, which I've gotten scores and scores of people who have, who have uh, requested to know something, is, you know, where was God? Mm -hmm. And how come he didn't prevent right. it? You know, uh, and again, it's out of the, and we've talked about this already, that uh, it's out of a, a false theology that God is in um, complete control and controls every detail of everything of life. Uh, and it, it all is dictated by him. Um, mm -hmm. And that if you think about that in a simple way, 
you know, and, and as we know, you know, is there, is there awful things that happen in the world? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, interesting enough, and I, and I try to tell this to people as we're, as we're trying to explain this, um, even, even the thought of, you know, God make, make things, make things better. Um, how come, why don't you, uh, and I said, well, is there any time in history that you think is where it was better? Mm-hmm. And they can, they, in their own mind, they can say, well, you know, maybe in the 60s and 70s, you know, because they, they're expressing it out of their own life. Um, I said, okay. Um, I said, if you could actually go back there and, and see and experience the evil that's actually mm-hmm. going on, you wouldn't look at it as that was a perfect, perfect time it was it was a difficult time as well right um, and I said by the way pick any time in history mm-hmm. let's go back there and if we went back there uh, you would look at it and say oh, this is awful um, yeah and so it's been happening since Adam and Eve which is what we've described is that um, it was they were living in perfection they had the Holy Spirit life um, and God said don't eat of that tree or you will die Satan had already, uh, you know, exercised his free will and was uh, coming against God. And now the battleground was earth. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to appeal um, to receive the authority that God had given Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. And he says, did God really say, and surely you won't die. Uh, so they decided on their own, okay, that's, I think that's right. And they're going to eat of the tree. When they eat of the tree, which God had told them to, what happened? They died. Right. What died? That spiritual connectivity. The spirit, right. And they now had, instead of, of uh, perpetuating life in perfection with body, soul, and spirit, it was uh, a now a sin nature of self that was now going to dictate life. And by definition, because of the requirement being perfection, uh, we couldn't get there. Um, and God said that uh, the only remedy is that um, I go to the cross on your behalf, which we, we've talked about, um, give you the opportunity to have life. You have to choose it, believe it, and then I'll give you this life again, and it's called being reborn. Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, they're not reborn back to Adam and Eve perfection. They're reborn with a sinful nature right. that, that has to be... Uh, living sanct- in a fallen world. Living in a very difficult world, and the authority was handed over to Satan, which, remember, he tempted Christ with all the kingdoms have been given to me, uh, and uh, I can give them to you. And he said, I know, uh, but no, I'm not going to get it that way. Uh, so he has control of it. Uh, he's talked about uh, in the world you're going to have trouble, difficulty, stress, tribulation, awful things happen. And then um, we just learned in his prayer last time about to the Father, he said, the world's really awful. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, I'm not taking, I'm not praying that we take them out of the world. I'm actually sending them into the world to bring the good news that I can restore things in a very, very difficult place. So the good news isn't, I'm going to, I'm going to change the world. Mm-hmm. Rather, I'm going to change you, uh, and, mm-hmm. and invite you to, uh, to that. And I've done that with you disciples. Uh, may they go into the world and be protected from the work of the evil one that is still operational and they and they need to because they're going to experience trouble and by the way the world is going to hate them 
And ultimately, he said to them, they're going to kill you. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but I'm going to still give you this grand life, uh, and you'll go into the next life uh, and uh, have a grand life as well. Okay, so uh, as we've understood that, then let's go a little bit further of uh, what the New Testament speaks about what's going on. So go to Ephesians 2 uh, and read verses 1 to 6. Ephesians 2, 1 to 6. And you, and you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath just as others. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so he says that um, that the prince of the power of the air, Satan and the demonic um, are now still working in the in the world. Mm -hmm. So when he uh, uh, said he disarmed principalities and powers and gained victory over them. Yes, he did, but he didn't eliminate them. Mm -hmm. um, and we need to understand that. So that where then, and this is very, very important as we come into the uh, uh, solutions of this, where is he disarmed? Where is the victory? It's when uh, the kingdom of God, right. which is superior to the world, all of that is true and there's no power they have no power in the kingdom mm -hmm. and they the victory has already been won but in the world outside of that kingdom satan is now operating and it has power over uh the world uh, and he said that therefore people then uh, go to selfishness uh, and their nature, uh, they are by nature children of wrath because God is coming against them mm -hmm. and they're going to experience the entropy, the kill, steal, and destroy of, of the world because he's still operating there. So really what we're talking about is uh, that God's kingdom is not universal. God's mm -hmm. kingdom hasn't superseded the actual operation of the world it can it can interface with that and and when we step into the kingdom we then have things that can happen because of the power of god but it's not that the whole world has experienced that uh, and then go to first john 5 uh, he talks about this uh, john talks about this remember this is uh 60 years now later after the resurrection uh and read verses um uh, uh 18 through 20. It says, we know that whoever is born of God does not sin, but he who has been born of God keeps himself and the wicked one does not touch him. We know that we are of God and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. And we know that the son of God has come and has given us understanding that we may know him who is true and we are in him who is true in his son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. Yeah. Um, so he says that um, uh, he says that we know uh, that uh, we who are of God, we know something. That the whole world lies under mm -hmm. what? 
the word there the sway is of the enemy the control the dominion the power of the enemy this is 60 years after the resurrection so that when christ said i disarmed and 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 gained victory over satan yes but the operation of satan in the world continues mm-hmm. and that um um in the natural or in the flesh he's got that power over us and we're subject to that mm-hmm. power which is kill steal and destroy it's operational in the world by the way it's been that way since adam and eve and again you can go back to any era in history and and recognize that that's that was true it's always been true mm-hmm. and and god didn't say i'm going to eliminate that by the way someday he's going to uh at the very very end uh, when he creates a new heaven and a new earth and everything is destroyed but he doesn't he doesn't restore earth right he, i think that is one of the hardest things for us to wrestle with yeah is you know why not now yeah <laughs> you know yeah I, I mean that's that's a real wrestling point when you see such evil and such atrocity in the world yeah i think that's where our real emotions go is why not now god why yeah. not yet yeah why you not know? and and uh, how come and and he says well remember uh he said um I gave authority to you and you handed it over to Satan. Interesting enough, you have to take it back by walking with me in the kingdom and we can take that mm-hmm. authority back. Okay, now go to uh, James. So we, we basically have set it up. Um, evil is in the world. Kill, steal, and destroy is operational. Mm-hmm. It's never ending. And it, the world isn't getting better. Okay. By itself. Uh, so it's operational. Right. Okay. So then this, let's answer the question that you just raised. Well, how come? Uh, it doesn't take care of. So go to James chapter 1, verses 12 to 18. Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then, when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Every good and perfect and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth that we may be a kind of first fruit of his creation. Okay. So um, he's talking about evil, and evil are things that annoy, frustrate, irritate, oppress, kill, steal, and destroy, mm-hmm. uh, entropy. Uh, he said, because that's operational in the world, you're going to experience it. Mm-hmm. And he says, I need to set the answer to the question that you just raised. Mm-hmm. How come? It's happening, and um, is that really me, God speaking, allowing that to happen? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, no, uh, it's not me. He says, um, I will not and do not tempt anybody with what? Evil. Right. He said, that's not me. Um, I'm not using it. I'm not trying to facilitate it. I'm not uh, bringing you to a place where you're going to experience it on purpose. He said, I, mm. I, don't, I don't need to. Um, it's there because my nature is actually to do what? 
in verse 17 is give you every what? Every good gift, every good and perfect gift. Okay, now, now just think about that. Um, our, our thought of that would be <laughs> eliminate evil. Mm -hmm. That would be the best gift possible. Just, right. to, just eliminate it and make everybody, you know, uh, work together and never have killing and never have uh, murder and never have any of this. You just make all that work and that would be a great gift. He says, no, it's the gift to you as you walk with me in a very dark place. And I'm not, I'm not going to solve the evil per se. I'm going to give you the opportunity to have victory in your life over the evil that's there. But you are going to experience the evil. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm not, I'm not removing that, you know, from, from life. Okay, so then uh, he said here, uh, I'm giving you this through truth. Uh, oh, I gotta, I gotta have a word of truth. I gotta understand it. Okay, so go to J, uh, John chapter sixteen, uh, and uh, and go uh, thirteen to fifteen. John sixteen thirteen to fifteen, which is the role of the Holy Spirit. But, however, when He, the Spirit of Truth, has come, He will guide you into all truth, for He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak, and He will tell of things to come. He will glorify Me, for He will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. Yeah. So um, he says the kingdom uh, is uh, starts with being born again. Mm -hmm. Okay. When you're born again, what happens? You receive the Holy Spirit. You receive the Holy Spirit. And now he's within you and his role is to guide you now into all truth. Mm -hmm. Now, by the way, this is where Romans 8, 5 to 8 is such a critical piece, is that, um, is that automatic? See, no. Uh, it's, it's a choice that we have to make. He said, if you, and Paul's speaking to you, you're born again, mm -hmm. you have the Holy Spirit. He says in, in, in Romans 8, 5 to 8, if you go back to the flesh... Mm -hmm. And you decide on your own the life you want to live. By the way, he said, um, you've stepped out of the kingdom. Because to be in the kingdom, you got to be let, letting the Holy Spirit do what he does, which is lead us, lead us and guide us. Well, we're not being led by him because we're deciding we're going to be led by ourselves. Mm -hmm. and, and even in Romans, you can read this in chapters 6 and 7. When you go back to the flesh, you're actually serving Satan. Right. Because you're getting into his game into the, into the awful world. Uh, so he said, uh, you put to death the spirit. In other words, you've, you've, you put it back to a place where it's not functioning. Mm -hmm. You're at enmity against God and you cannot please God. And you've walked back into the, the world alone. Mm -hmm. And now you're unprotected. And you're going to experience all the difficulty of, of that life. And by the way, remember, he said, you're, you're not exempt from that anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, but you don't have any power then for, for God to do what he's doing. And I'm not purposely, this is what James is all about, I'm not purposely pushing you into the world by yourself. Mm. Um, that's not me. Um, I'm inviting you the other way. You know, come and live a different life with me in the kingdom while you're in this difficult place. Um, and so he says, uh, uh, if you're walking with the Spirit, 
and you're in the kingdom, the spirit then in verse 13 does what? I'm guiding you into all truth. Into all truth, yes. Okay. Um, and, and, and the truth is my personal situation. And then the broader questions of, Father, could you help me understand this? Because mm-hmm. uh, it's hard to understand. And it seems your nature is not functioning. You said you're good, but this doesn't seem very good. And how does that work? And he said, well, let me tell you, first of all, this is what we're doing here, is giving you scripture that explains it. Mm-hmm. Is that if you, if, you go, if you go deeper into it, you start to op- have your eyes opened up as to what the real situation is like. Uh, we, we're living in a very awful, terrible place. And we have an option not to. And and being guided into truth is unique to us personally about where we are. So, for example, uh, and I have some friends in Nashville, and they're they're related to related in means having fellowship with some of the people affected. Mm-hmm. Well, their their question of truth is way way different than ours, because right. because it whacked them um, personally. Mm-hmm. Now, now we get whacked because of the thought of it all, but we have a different question. But well, they what, have real ties here. You know, too. what about this? And how is this going to work? And what do we do now? And how do I respond to this? And what do, how do I handle the grief of this? Michelle, Linda and I went through that with Michelle. How do we handle the grief of that? It's, it became a personal question that we had to be guided mm-hmm. into truth that other people had a different question about it, but not the same, right. same question. You see what I'm saying? Is that yeah. he says all truth is relative to your truth that you need to know based on where you are, and then I'll mm-hmm. tell you of things to come, and I'll transfer all that all that is Christ. So I'll guide you into truth. Uh, well, that has implication. So he says, the question that he wants us to ask when this stuff happens, and I'm mm-hmm. not sure what it means. Father, could you show me the truth? Mm-hmm. The truth will set me free. The truth will guide me to your life that you want to help me understand about this. So one, mm-hmm. one thing I'd like to say to everybody right now is don't determine your own truth mm. and say, how come, why not? God should have. He's not there. He's not good. Just say, well, I don't understand it. And it's really hard for me to understand it. But I'm going to pursue God who guarantees me He'll guide me into all truth, particularly mm. about this. So, so seek that. Okay, now go to John chapter three. This is a very familiar verse uh, that we know. Um, start in verse fifteen and go to twenty-one. Here. That whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already because he's not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. Through 21. Through 21, sorry. And this is the condemnation, that the light has come into the world and men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest the deeds should be exposed. But he who does truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be clearly seen, that they have been done in God. Okay. So, um, first of all, he says that 
um, everybody stands condemned because of the sinful nature and the sinful nature um, is required to be with a holy God to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And he said, so you stand as a, as a child, when you're, you know, born into the world, you know, you stand condemned, mm-hmm. uh, because your nature is, is self-centered. And the only remedy is to be born again, which actually he's described earlier in, in chapter three. And he said, for, and then he said, because of that, because God so loved the world, what did he do? Mm-hmm. He gave he, his son. He, he, he had a solution for this. I, I gave my son who took the penalty mm-hmm. required and took, remember we read this in Colossians, took, right. took the uh, requirement away, nailed right. it to the cross. And now I give you access to not be condemned, but to have life, mm-hmm. but eternal life. Uh, you're going to be with me in eternity. Uh, all you got to do, and you have to believe it. Uh, and he says, now, he said, so first of all, you stand condemned to, to go from not being condemned to, or excuse me, from being condemned to not being condemned. What must, what must you do? Believe in him. You have to believe in him Yeah. and receive him. Now you have the chance to live, but you're still in a wicked world and mm-hmm. the world is dominated because people aren't coming to know Christ by right. self, self-centered people who are evil. And the self-centeredness goes to anger and goes to uh, killing, literally murder, killing, hurting, mm-hmm. oppressing, abusing for the sake of, of I want to and I'm going to. And I get into such a state that I move to the place of hurting people, including mm-hmm. killing people. And it happens every single day all over the world uh, right. because of the nature of man. He said then, he said... Um, the light has come, but they stay in darkness. Okay, mm-hmm. what what did he say? Now remember, I've offered it to him. Uh, right. By the way, this but is but they too... actually loved the darkness. This is where they wanted to be. <laughs> um, and I don't want to go to the light. I don't want to receive this. I'm going to stay in darkness, and I'm going to live out the life of darkness, evil. And he calls it evil. He said, if you if you mm-hmm. stay in darkness, you're evil. If you have light, if you have a hot desire to go to light. You get the evil that starts to be understood and released for you in in your life that I can give you because it's going to be led to truth. Mm. Uh, So uh, even believers, so first of all, non-believers, well, they're not going to light at all. They can't. Right. Okay, so they're going to be evil, wicked, and kill, steal, and destroy all the time. Uh, Christians are actually going to join some of that because they aren't going to the light either. Just like this Mm. scenario right here. Right. Um, okay. It, it, boy, this, this looks dark to me. Um, and I don't get this. So God, I don't get this. Now you have a choice to make, hmm. go to the light and let God show you the truth of it or stay in the darkness because I'm so mad about it. And I think mm-hmm. God isn't that good. And how come and why not? I'm never going to go to the truth. I'm just going to determine my own truth and stay mm-hmm. in the evil, and I'm gonna actually join the evil. And so truly stepping into the light in this case, as you're describing it, is simply being willing to go to God and let him work you through these questions you have. Absolutely. And, um, and, and let stay... him bring you to truth and, yeah. and really surrendering and taking the time to remain and abide and to dialogue 
and allow him to bring truth to the questions you have. Right. And, and you uh, remember he said, if you abide in me and abide in my word, you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free so that you stay mm -hmm. with it. The word remain, uh, abide, stay with it literally until you get an answer. And don't stop short or let other people say, well, yeah, uh, God allows evil and you can't trust it. And then God mm -hmm. said, well, that's not true. Uh, if you want to know, keep coming. Uh, we're trying to help you set the stage to where to go. Right. But, but go and go and go and stay and stay and stay. And ultimately, you'll get the truth and it'll be, ah, okay. I received mm -hmm. it, and by the way, you and your spouse and you and your inner circle. So we'll, we're going to pick this up again next time, but, but we've led now to say, okay, it's there. God's not removing it. We're subject to it. Mm -hmm. um, he's not controlling it. Right. But rather he can react to it uh, if we have a heart to go to truth. And we're going to talk about that as we finish this little mini-series on this terrible thing uh, tomorrow. We're going to get into, well, what is the good news about this? Mm -hmm. um, and we'll and we'll get into that. So we'll uh, we'll pick Excellent. it up, and uh, we know it's heavy, and uh, and I know there's a lot of people saying I'm not sure about this, and I right. I, I can appreciate that. Uh, and just all I say is just go to the truth, go to the light. Mm -hmm. God will show you the truth, but in essence, um, there isn't a will that God says I'm willing this awful thing to happen. Mm -hmm. I'm not, but. Because you're in the world, these awful things are going to happen all the time. Right. So we'll, we'll pick that up. Great. Thanks so much for sharing. And thank you for joining us, everyone. Just want to keep encouraging you. Um, all of these things are truly an invitation to intimacy with God. Yes. I mean, that's what Rich is really saying here, yeah. um, is this is an opportunity for us to press in, to lean in, to know him more and to let him speak life over it. Mm, so amen. stay in there guys. Yep. Um, anyway, have a great afternoon and we will see you next time. Yep. Thanks so we'll much. See you tomorrow. Yep. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of come and see your podcast for truth in a world of chaos brought to you by all for Jesus living waters ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.